0: My main thing that I would communicate is if you love how you look and your hair is just the icing on top, then this will be an amazing journey. Mm-hmm. If your hair is everything to your own self-esteem, be careful.
1: <gasps>
2: Welcome to Black Addict, the next adventure with Gail and Pia. Gail, how's it
1: going today? Hey, pretty good too. It's good to see you. And I'm loving your braids. They're so pretty. Thank you. Thank you. You
2: know, it's amazing how far we've come in just a few years. You know, I can recall a time I was at a job and I was actually called into a conference room and asked to take my braids out. I was told it was unprofessional and it upset people in the office.
1: It is amazing how people are somewhat obsessed with our hair, the the way that it grows naturally out of our head and the things that they say, Um, I guess, because they're uncomfortable. You know, I was at an event one day and, you know, I wear my hair in a short little natural and someone who thought they were giving me a compliment said, oh, Gail, your hair is so cute. I just want to pet you.
2: Okay. Stop right there. Pet as in. Pet a dog, pet a cat.
1: Right. Okay. And I'm a grown woman. What are you talking about? You want to pet me. And then another time I blew out my hair because we were going to a formal event. And I walked in the room and this woman said, Look, everybody, Gail combed her hair.
2: Okay. Please tell me she said this at a whisper and didn't say it across the room. Oh,
1: no. no. No, 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 no. No. She drew attention. Okay.
2: totally unacceptable, but sadly predictable, because these are things that we as black women always have to be conscious of. And I've always struggled, even though I like how I look. I'm Mm -hmm. worried sometimes about what comments are going to come or, you know, how it's perceived or am I getting someone upset? And it's sad I have to even think about things like that.
1: Right. And why does our hair have to make someone feel uncomfortable. It's our hair.
2: That's what I don't get. That's what I don't get. But, you know, maybe our next guest can help us because she's going to talk to us about wearing our hair natural, growing our hair and being healthy Mm -hmm. as well. Because as you said, you know, this is something that we think about all the time and something that we have to be conscious of. But, you know, in going natural, how do we keep that beauty, that shine, that glow? How do we keep that going?
1: Right. Well, let's talk to her. Maria Roach is a natural beauty Instagrammer and blogger. So welcome to
0: Black Edit, Maria. We're so glad you're here. Hey, Tia and Gail. Oh my gosh. I think I still am wiping coffee from my chin because when you (laughs) said that woman wanted to pet you, I nearly spit coffee on the screen. Yeah. imagine how I was in the moment. Yeah. That's where you really do need to freeze time, walk over, Mm -hmm. slap that woman, (laughs) and then replay like you didn't slap her, but in your mind... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But you
2: know, Maria, I think a lot of black women have experienced those types of
0: odd situations mm-hmm. at all due to their hair. Oh my goodness. I have had, let me rewind in 2000, I left NBC news in Manhattan and went to a dot com. And that to me, was a moment to try something new. And so I had been perming my hair forever, forever and ever, and trying to fit into the corporate New York culture. When I left and went to the dot-com, I felt this freedom. Well, let me try something new. And I went natural. This was, was it 2000? Oh my goodness. Maybe this was 1990s something. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's kind of the way back. And New York was really just starting this wave of natural hair, And I had a fro. I mean, folks called me Angela Davis. (laughs) I had a serious straight up fro. Mm -hmm. There was no Instagram and YouTube to guide us in the process. So I wore my hair in twists. And it was a very welcoming atmosphere, so much so that at the dot-com, they always had me in their press releases, their EPK, their electronic press kit. I don't want to speak in acronyms and people are like, what's an EPK? (laughs) But they were like, oh, look at this natural sister in our company. Mm -hmm. And that felt really good. It was welcoming. I left two weeks before 9-11, moved to D.C. where no one was natural Mm. And I got, you know, the fists raise and okay, Angela Davis, okay. Not in a welcoming way, in a way that that? from even our, you know, Black community. Oh, yeah. That felt disparaging and sad. And I then went back to relaxing my hair. And because I had been natural, my hair was so healthy, and then I relaxed it, I had hair loss. I had a big Mm -hmm. chunk of the back of my head just fell out my hair was telling me, don't do that, Maria. What's wrong with you? You were on a roll. And then to find out now that women, Black women have higher rates of breast cancer because of the relaxers. I'm a breast cancer survivor and I lost Mm -hmm. my twin sister, our classmate, uh, to breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And it just makes me very sad that we have been so harmed by societal norms in this way that we turned to a product that we later found out caused cancer. Right. And so my natural beauty journey—it's a celebration first of survivorship, and it's also a celebration of our blackness. And yeah. we, mm-hmm. you know, bl- black women, we are gumbo in America. So it, it doesn't surprise me when folks are, you know, moved by our flavor because I mean yeah. we are gorgeous. <laughs> We are delicious. So, Amen. I'm sorry, you know, if that kind of puts you in a weird place and you say things that you don't normally say, I know, but dial it back. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. We're in professional settings. Yeah. You know, so, no, you can't pet me. <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> please.
2: I, don't I've eat. never, I didn't have uh, that experience. I've had some, but that really took the cake. Yeah. That
0: was like the be all end all. It so, was. Maria,
1: when your hair fell out, what did you do?
0: I cut it off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I went to the hair salon in Upper Marlboro, a really amazing salon. And I said to the stylist, cut it. And I looked around the room, and all those beautiful sisters were having extensions put in. And she looked Mm -hmm. at me like, you want to cut this? And my hair was long. I'm like, yeah, it needs to start over again. And I had the cutest, flyest little haircut. Mm -hmm. People walked by me, though, they didn't recognize me. (laughs) Because <laughs> it was such a dramatic change, but for me it was quite liberating. I didn't want to struggle with damaged hair. I just knew, you know, what I need to start over again. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that's just been my nature over the years with my hair journey. And to me, hair should be that way. We should wear it however we want, but always you know, making healthy choices for our hair and for our mood. I like, you know, it's we need to be uplifted by it, not weighed down by it. Right? Yeah.
1: So what are some of the healthy choices that you made?
0: Well, I have been, uh, because I'm a journalist by trade, so I love researching. And so I've been digging into some of the Ayurvedic practices that I found for my friends who are Indian and Indian American. So Mm. I've tried things like shikai kai powders and green tea which is really calming for the scalp and aloe vera juices and gels. I use coconut oil products to massage, especially when I have dryness in my scalp, and that really helps. And I've really embraced just leaving it alone. I have some chronic pain issues, and so Mm -hmm. I can't do beautiful crochet twists. (laughs) Like Tia's wearing her hair. It's so gorgeous. That would hurt my head. Yeah. even when I twist it myself, and that's the only way I can wear it with extensions if I do it myself just at night, trying to you know, wrap it and put it on top of my head so I don't wake up with it around my neck, it hurts my head. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I find some pretty headbands and I don't use a lot of hair gel. The hair gel is too drying for my scalp and for my hair. So I have been really creative. I think this year headbands have really saved my life. I don't Mm -hmm. pull my hair back in ponytails because that, you know, pulls my edges. Uh, And the longer your hair is, the more weight. So I just kind of twist it or, you know, keep it wet. I think I found this really good balance of leave-in conditioners and light. Usually they are palm oil or... not castor, oh, shea butter. My Mm -hmm. hair likes a combination of leave-in conditioners and butters, and then it twists. And so I'll put a headband on or I'll twist it back and I'm ready to go. Or I'll do a wash and wear. A wash and wear, sometimes I will get a serious dreadlock. Like I was pulling a dreadlock out of the back of my head yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) The family like, oh Lord, what is back there? (laughs) Wow.
2: So one of the things I found, slightly challenging is finding the right products. Now you've mentioned a few, how would you recommend people figure out what works for them?
0: My big secret, which I am revealing on your show, is I buy <laughs> my products at Target <laughs> and sometimes Amazon, but at Target, because you try it, maybe it doesn't agree with your hair, maybe it doesn't agree with your skin. I've had some products that were so heavy that uh, they caused breakouts or dryness, like the the opposite effect. And I go over to Target and I go to customer service, Mm -hmm. I have my receipt, and I return it, no questions asked. I mean, it could have just a quarter of the product left <laughs> and they still accept the returns. And I love yeah. product for that because A, they have a really amazing selection of black hair care products yeah. by black businesses. And mm-hmm. B, they take all returns cheerfully. They're like, okay, thank you. And boom, yeah. there's a cash or it's back on your card. Yeah, I mean, cause... that
2: kind of makes sense because mm-hmm. if you go and try on a pair of pants and it doesn't fit, you can return it. I just had never thought about it for hair care products, but there are products. I know I have, I don't know how many hair care products that i tried and didn't like, and there's just still sitting in my drawer.
1: Just I know. same with me. I've spent hundreds of dollars on different products. And like Tia said, they're just in my closet, you know, three quarters full. So I need to donate and maybe these products will work great for someone else. But Mm -hmm. that's a great tip. Thank you. (laughs) you, Back when we were
0: doing, you know, more in-person events, I had one girlfriend and we did a hair care swap. And we all put our products in a box and we had brunch together and we swapped products and it was just And also, it was pretty um, bonding because we shared what worked for my hair or what didn't work, and we were able to share tips. So, I do miss spending time together in person. I will come up to Maryland and bring my products, and we could do.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a great idea. Mm -hmm.
0: Because yes, I, even, even with my little target tip, it's hard to say no to things that you have high hopes for. Yes. So I still have a few things that I haven't, you know, I don't really use them, but I haven't gotten rid of them. Another mm-hmm. little tip is I buy the Jamaican black castor oil from Amazon. And if I have to use hair gel, if I have an event and I really need my hair to look a little bit sharper, I add a little castor oil to my gel. And so oh. then you're adding some moisturizing properties to it. And that also is great for twists. I like adding castor oil to any holding product for twists. And it gives me a little extra moisture. So it's a little laboratory in my bathroom some days. And my, my yeah. kids get a okay. kick out of it. They're like, oh, Lord, what you doing <laughs> now? <laughs> but it smells like heaven. And they Man. have natural hair. And so I love putting it in my boy's <laughs> hair. And their hair just grows and grows. It's amazing. If you're using the right products and you are using a lot of moisture, black hair needs moisture. So if Mm -hmm. we're keeping our hair moisturized inside and out, you've got to drink a lot of water. I have a 32-ounce bottle that I just am drinking from all the time. Your hair should grow. If it's not growing, then you've got to kind of go through a checklist of okay, is it stress? Is it my nutrition? Is it lack of exercise? And if you go through that checklist and you're know, like, okay, I haven't, that's not it. Then, you know, it's good to talk to a dermatologist and figure out okay. something else. Yeah, I did well. have some shedding and some hair loss when my sister died and that was completely stress related. And so then I knew that I was out of balance. And so I went through my checklist. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not eating well because I'm grieving. So mm-hmm. I need to change that. Maybe a little too much alcohol. I need to cut back on that maybe I'm not exercising, let me boost my exercise and my hair, you know, like a plant responded and it grew like, okay, my head's happy. So, okay, let me make sure I'm maintaining this healthy routine.
2: You know, I like that analogy you just made with being your hair being a plant. So putting that proper soil, making sure that you're doing the things that you need to do daily to make sure it's growing, because I know a number of my friends at this time, they're over 50, and they are experiencing some hair changes, I would say, in the texture, as well as loss, you know, significant loss. Some of it may be from hereditary situations, but others could be from some of the things that you're mentioning. Is there Mm -hmm. any additional recommendations we've talked about Checking with the dermatologist, of course, if it doesn't seem to be enough water, which I hadn't thought about, you know, enough oh, enough yes. water that you're drinking or you're not eating properly, you're not exercising. And then also some of these other natural products that you talked about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I have also switched not 100%, but I would say probably a 75% plant-based diet. And Mm. that has really made a difference, especially in my sleep, the quality of sleep that I'm getting. And then in my skin, I feel just a smoother, and I see kind of a more glow to my skin thanks to this plant-based diet. And that means I am substituting even eggs. Instead of having an egg in the morning, which I would have an egg or an egg white, I now have a product called Just Egg, and it's plant-based. And it looks like an omelet and I add mushrooms and greens and onions to it. And it is delicious and quite satisfying, but I don't have any of the cholesterol or any of the downside that comes to an egg. But same within the evening, I'm eating way more raw vegetables. My children now like to make, my teens like to make smoothies. So we'll have a protein smoothie with bananas. I've added more vitamin supplements. I got a lot of cramps and that happened, you know, after 50 and I would have cramps in my fingers and in my toes. And so Mm -hmm. I upped my magnesium and I just researched that magnesium is also really important to healthy hair and skin. Like who knew? So Mm -hmm. I was taking the magnesium for the cramping, but it was also helping my hair and skin so it's a, you know, and it's different for everyone, but I needed more vitamin K, I needed more vitamin D as most black people, we, are, we lack vitamin D. So I had mm-hmm. to up all of those through supplementation, but eating more plant-based meant that I was getting it naturally. And I've seen the difference, my energy level, like I just worked out. That's how I was a little bit late getting, mm-hmm. <laughs> So I was trying to get my work at it. And I did 20 minutes on the exercise bike, which mm-hmm. was huge. Like my mood has improved thanks to this dietary decision that I've made. Mm-hmm. Wow.
2: So Marie, you just talked about plant-based diet. And I know Gail, you started on this journey as well, you were talking yeah. to me earlier about a podcast. Was it a podcast
1: that you listened to? It was a, a, a Netflix was documentary called Great. What the Health. Okay. And it came out like in 2017. So it's been mm-hmm. out for a while, but I watched it and it terrified me. It made my stomach turn mm-hmm. and it was eye-opening. I mean, the foods that we eat and how they are deemed carcinogenic, but these... Associations and societies are pushing them. And, you know, it just made me realize that I really have to pay attention to what I put into my body. So Mm -hmm. I have not touched meat, poultry. I will admit I've had crab a couple Mm -hmm. of times and I have eaten egg whites. Mm -hmm. And that's about it. But my problem is I need to learn more and I need to meal plan. You know, because I'm eating too much pasta and rice. Yep. You know, so Maria, you are, you said 75% plant based. Your hair, I guess, made you make the change. But how did you really get started? Like, what did you do? Like, how did you start eating? Did you, you know, go to a nutritionist? Did you
0: buy like these healthy meal delivery services? What? I have to first give all the credit to my husband because Mm -hmm. I am 13 years cancer free. And thank you. And congratulations on your survivorship too, Gail. (laughs) I mean, once you've had cancer, it changes how you think how you do things, because you know, it can come back. And so that was really what inspired my husband to, I think he watched Fork Overnight was the documentary that really kind of told him like, we need to do things differently. And we started off with, I think it's impossible foods and they're mm-hmm. plant based, you know, meat and sausage. In fact, I just picked some up from our local grocery store. So it's the plant based sausage for my teenage sons. We buy hoagie rolls and we grill them and I will saute peppers and onions. And it's like a sausage and onion sandwich. And we put mm-hmm. on like garlic or chipotle aioli. plant-based seasoning is really the key and that just makes all the difference. We also, I talked to you about the Just Egg. I don't even miss egg whites because Just Egg tastes so much better. And then the last two weeks, because our children now are starting their third week of school here in Florida, I thought, you know what, let me check out this purple carrot meal delivery. And Tom Brady, who, you know, is a vegan, that's what he uses- And we tried it out. The meal kit required a little more work than I had, you know, kind of planned for. So we might do the actual prepared meals. But I'm Mm. telling you, and they give you a cookbook. So you get, we ordered three meals for four people. And it comes with a cookbook, a little recipe book. And I had things that I had never even imagined. It was portobello mushroom tacos. And you Mm. slice up the portobello mushrooms and you add liquid smoke and with chives and, you know, vegan mayonnaise. And it was delicious. Okay. In my house, my kids were cheering every night, which was like <laughs> wow, plant-based. I felt, you know, like a super mama, like, okay, let's do a little, <laughs> little dance. I made, the last thing I made was a kimchi fried rice. And it was, this was a lot of chopping. So it's something you need to have a little time to do it. But it was bok choy. And fried brown rice with kimchi, and it was delicious. Okay, I, I am learning to, and I'm not afraid of soy. The one thing with breast cancer, they tell you, you know, kind of avoid soy. I decided, no, I don't think so. I am not going to treat plant estrogens the same way as all the synthetic estrogens that we take in as women, so I don't do dairy. I don't remember the last time I've had cow's milk. It's everything that we do is almond milk. Mm -hmm. Even in my coffee, it's almond milk creamer. And now when you go out in the world, they provide almond milk at Dunkin' or Starbucks. And so you don't even need cow's milk. And it's cut down like colds and congestion and all, because we have allergies. You know, it seems like it's allergy season all year round in Florida We don't have the problems that we used to have thanks to cutting out cow's milk. It's been a game changer. So I'm happy to share like recipes. Like I have marinades and sauces and chimichurri sauce. I do a grilled cauliflower that I marinate and chimichurri. And it Mm. is amazing. Wow. (laughs) Just well, to- I'm
1: impressed because you got your kids to join you in this journey, and they're enjoying it. That would be a, a real challenge for my
0: children, <laughs> and my husband. But <laughs> I'm going to give you'd, it a you'd be surprised, Gail. Yeah. My husband went and bought the parmesan with truffles, and now oh, when yeah. we have pizza, and the pizza we don't have meat on it. It's a cheese pizza, Friday night pizza, and movie in our house. Mm-hmm. With mushrooms, and then I thought, well, let me add basil. I didn't ask them; I just put it on. They're like, "Oh, that's amazing!" And we're going to add the parmesan truffle on it. And I'm like, "Oh, my <laughs> foodies!"
1: <laughs> well, that's so interesting. So I am going to look into that. What was it? Purple, onion. purple carrot,
2: purple carrot, purple. Yeah. Carrot. And there was one okay. other one you mentioned, Impossible. What was oh, the other?
0: Impossible Foods, Foods. and Impossible you can Foods. find them everywhere, and they have plant based burgers plant-based sausages, all sorts of things. And then there's another brand that we love called Gardein, G-A-R-D-E-I-N. And Mm -hmm. we're having brunch with our friends tomorrow. And we'll have the Just Eggs and Gardein breakfast patties. We do like fish. So we'll have like salmon. And then I make these cheesy Parmesan grits with coconut milk and sliced truffles, Oh my goodness. Wow. Okay. That sounds so good. It's so Maria, you need good. to come up
1: here and, you know,
0: or we need to come to you. <laughs> and, and we'll have brunch <laughs> and I will bring all of my plant-based. Oh yes. It's really exciting. I feel yeah. like I have, you know, it's like a tectonic shift in the black community because mm-hmm. so we love, you know, we love our fried food. I mean, I love a brisket. I love pork chops. I love all of that. Now, if I eat something like that, first, it's so salty. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to, you know, my palate kind of repels it. But the other thing is I don't feel as well the next day. And so when I spoke to a friend yesterday and she was like, oh, I'd rather just work out than, you know, eat that stuff. Like, well, yeah, work out. And I definitely need to But it's also the way it makes you feel. And some foods really affect you immediately. Like salty foods, just I can't tolerate it anymore. And, you know, that's 55. Your body is like, no, we want to stay alive. Right, (laughs) right. right. You can't do that.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, wow. This has inspired me to go to the grocery store. when we.
0: I was going (laughs) to
2: ask you, Maria, are some of these recipes on your Instagram or do you plan on putting some
0: on there if they're not? I posted a few things and I will be more mindful about posting, especially like the cauliflower steaks with the chimichurri oh, yeah. sauce. Mm-hmm. I'll post that. I think I posted it before. I'm not really great at posting actual recipes, but my um, cheesy garlic grits I will share. And they're so good. And that was oh, a right. recipe that I received from a wonderful chef. And then I tweaked it for our non-dairy family. So Mm -hmm. I'd be happy to share those. And I have a blog that needs some love and attention, and I will start adding these to my blog.
1: Yeah. Well, Maria, tell us a little bit more about other things that you have going on. You you know, you you have your Instagram page, Maria Luisa Lives. Yes. And you just mentioned a blog. Is there anything else you'd like to tell us about?
0: I think Tia mentioned earlier, working for a place that was like Boomerang. I work (laughs) for the Boomerang of Cable News, the Black (laughs) News Channel, And Mm -hmm. it's really exciting to share stories that matter and are meaningful to the Black community. And in time, I'm hoping to include dialogues like these about hair, about Mm -hmm. plant-based eating, about healthy lifestyles, because we know that this pandemic has hit us really hard. Right? COVID is not just an issue in terms of our physical health, but we are a communal people. And so it's affecting Mm -hmm. us spiritually, emotionally, you know, there Mm -hmm. is a disconnect that is really difficult. And so even being here with both of you is a highlight of my week because otherwise I've spent the week researching and working on B and C's coverage of the COVID pandemic and the Delta variant Mm -hmm. here in Florida. Mm And so I'm Mm -hmm. talking to people who are just recovering from COVID or researching families. One, a baby in Mississippi, and both parents died of COVID. So this poor baby Mm -hmm. is immediately an orphan and not even two months old. Wow! these are the things that, you know, it's important. We need to tell the story. We need people to wake up and know that lives are at stake. And there's a simple vaccine that can Make all of the difference, but also need to know you matter, and the yeah. decisions that you make matter. Like drinking a glass of water before going to bed prevents heart attack. You know, making sure that when you shower, your water's not too hot prevents heart attack. You know, saying no to fried food and yes to more plants in your diet prevents heart attack. Mm-hmm. And so those are the things that we have to talk about, you know, I appreciate that my husband said to me, you know, you're 13 years surviving cancer, let's add to that. And plant-based is going to help. Mm -hmm. Those are the loving conversations that I'm really hoping to have more of. And I am just loving this time to talk to you both because we are at a point in our lives where right now, the clock means every decision that we make matters. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: That is, I'm so glad you said that because Gail and I have had conversations about our community and how, we're not really managing our health properly. And I like how you tie that in, not only to our physical health and illnesses that we need to avoid, but also in even in thinking about our hair and our skin and how everything from top to bottom systemically is related to what we're eating and the choices we make as well. And even though the waters you talked about as well, I don't know if we really pay that much attention to that as Mm -hmm. a community.
0: Yeah. And I just firmly believe, you know, having lost my twin sister and then the year later losing my mom, if a hairstyle is going to prevent me from taking that walk in the evening or exercising in the morning or being active with my mm-hmm. teenagers, it's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> is cut that's all a of that
2: off. <laughs> such a good
1: point.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow.
1: So Such Such Maria, point. I just want to ask before we wrap up, what would be your advice to women who are thinking about going natural? I mean, you talked about, you know, the health benefits of, you know, plant based and using natural products on your hair and getting rid of the lye. You know, how would you inspire them to? Yes, go ahead. Go natural. Give it a try.
0: I approach it the way that I have approached my life as a journalist. I research and mm-hmm. I try not to jump into anything blind because I know my level of risk and I have some aversion to risk. I can be a little <laughs> bit spontaneous and kooky at times, but there, you know, you have to know your comfort level and there are so many ways to go natural. Initially, what I did was I didn't want to have a teeny weeny afro that wasn't my comfort level. And so I let my hair grow out of the relaxer to a certain length and would twist or uh, use rods to curl the ends until I was ready to cut all of the relaxed ends. And so by the time I went natural, I had probably about four or five inches to work with. And I love the twists. I think you have to know what's comfortable for you. There are some sisters who have lovely round shaped heads, which I don't. So you can have a shorter haircut and it looks gorgeous. I have a very odd shaped head. And then when I was four, <laughs> I fell and fractured my skull. And so I'm sure there are- Oh, wow. There. Yeah, I was a little bit crazy as a, a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so no aversion to risk Then Now that I've survived all of that, I have risk aversion. The other thing is you can transition using braids. You can transition using locks. You can decide if you want to lock your hair. There are so many beautiful styles and so many experts out there that you can, your natural journey starts where you want it to start. And I agree with you, Tia. It does take a little bit of time to find that style that's comfortable for you. When I blow out my hair and I straighten it, I look like a different woman, and sometimes I don't really like that. I don't like that, you know, a hairstyle can make me look so Right. So different. Dramatically different. Yeah. You know, and if you look at my pictures straight to curly and mm-hmm. my one friend who's a Latina was like, I didn't know which hair was yours. I thought the curly was a wig and the straight is yours, because she had always known me as straight. And that's my friend from my NBC days. And I just thought, oh wow, that's pretty intense. That you know, some people can just have their signature style. And then some people, you don't really know who they are from that. And yeah, you know, that's my hair, my hair right. from day to day. It's just dramatically different. Sometimes I like it. And sometimes it's kind of like, well, I don't know. I liked how I looked that day. I don't like how right. I look today. <laughs> um, but I would say the whole journey is a lot of fun. I think having a village like us being yeah. here today it's really key. It's an opportunity to share tips, you know, like my target tip that'll save you a lot of money. Mm -hmm. I think also just hydrating. That's such a simple thing, but it makes all the difference with your hair. My main thing that I would communicate is if you love how you look and your hair is just the icing on top, then this will be an amazing journey. Mm -hmm. If your hair is everything to your own self-esteem, be careful. Yeah.
1: Mm.
0: Be mindful.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Great advice.
2: Great advice. advice. (laughs) Well, Maria, again, tell people how they can get to your Instagram, get to your blog
0: before we log off. Absolutely. Please hit me up on at Maria Luisa lives. That is my first and last name. My Latina friends are like, oh, you're Latina, Maria Luisa. Like, (laughs) that's what my mom and dad named me. And and Maria is a family name. But yes, Maria Luisa Lives. And I digress. And I'm working on the blog, marialuisalives.com. I will be mindful and add some recipes and certainly add the photo that I took of us three today and follow up with some of the tips. And I can't wait to connect. And thank you for this opportunity. Thank you. you.
2: We really appreciate it. Thanks, everyone, for joining us at Black Added, the next adventure with Gail and Tia. And that's G-A-Y-L-E.
1: And please go on Facebook and join our Vibe Tribe. You'll find us at Black Added Vibe Tribe. You can check in there, send us notes, and we'll keep you posted on our next adventure and updates on our show. Thanks, everybody.